Welcome back to Niche Reacts. Uh, we are here today to talk about Yellow Jackets, Season 2, Episode 5. I am your host, Emmy McDonald, here with my co-host, Alex Martin. Hello. Alex, how are you doing today? Oh, you know, I went to... Well, I went to Sephora. Again. Again. And there were... Tomorrow's the last day people. of the sale, people, so get it while it's hot. Yeah, I went those. and I got nothing because I had to go to brunch. Wow. And so I couldn't wait in the line oh, in a reservation. Man. Yeah. I have now yeah. placed two orders um, over the, the, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? The the time of the Sephora sale. <laughs> um, and the sale is over tomorrow. And uh, hopefully I don't cave and place a third because well, I'm running well, out of I, money. Well, I, I went to a wedding yesterday ah, yes. and a friend of mine took photos of, of me at this wedding and I, my legs were so pale. It was like jarring. Like I was like, oh, whoa, like that. And I was wearing like a black dress and we were like in the like light. I don't think it, I was, yeah, like, it was like a flash for... problem. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was like, maybe I should self tan my legs before our next wedding in like a week. I was like, that was, that was too much. I, I can't, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, winter blues, but it's spring. So yay. I know. The pear tree in front of my window has bloomed. I've been doing a lot of spring cleaning. <laughs> I've been blooming. I've been blooming. I have twice caught myself in, okay, this is, I swear to God, this is true. Last weekend I was cleaning my shower or last week I was cleaning my shower and I had also just gotten a new hair tool. So I had tried it out. So I had a full head of hot rollers and was cleaning my shower. <laughs> and then today I was continuing with my bathroom deep clean, which is like going through all the weird cabinets of like all sorts of expired crap that's in there and just like pulling everything out. I was doing that and I realized I was doing that in my nightgown. And so like <laughs> I'm having this experience of being like fully untethered from the space time continuum of just like being a woman of a different era in a way that I like completely fell into unintentionally like i'm not going for this but it keeps happening to me uh my yeah. feminist foremothers would be absolutely appalled at my behavior but it... i feel like anytime one wears a nightgown they are just like floating mm -hmm. around the house yeah just like a, a, a I mean, uh anyway uh we're here to talk about yellow jacket season two episode five named two truths and a lie after one of the best icebreaker activities in my personal opinion icebreaker slash sleepover activities probably the only one that could be both both a professional yeah. icebreaker <laughs> and a sleepover activity i think i i do always feel like well here's my thing about two truths and a lie mm. At work, it's like you know. I have some good lies. Like, or, <laughs> I have some good lies. I have some like things that I, you know, once if I was comfortable enough at work, I had been working there for a while, that I would like throw out as my right my truth. But like a new job, you're like, is that weird? Right. <laughs> so that be weird, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I know one of yours is always that you used to break dance, which I think is yeah. That's it's like, is that am I ready to divulge that? Reveal that too? part of yourself. <laughs> To a new one. And then I was like, said to Pete, I think I said this to you guys too first, but I was like, I saw someone get struck by lightning. And he was like, you you can't say that. 
He was like, what? Why not? <laughs> Um, I was like, yeah, well, he stepped in a puddle and they got struck. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I guess that's, that's not going to work. I guess that's kind of like crowd specific. That's that's like yeah. my, yeah, I saw a murderer at a, a farmer's market, like walked behind a murderer <laughs> at a farmer's market. Um, yeah, I always, I, maybe this is the wrong way to play this game. It's kind of how Walter plays this game later on in the episode. We'll get to it. But um, I always kind of do like two truths and then like an almost truth. So that everything's an in to still mm. talk about me. Like, it's like, I, like, my lie is always like, well, that's not true, but I did, you know, like, so uh, it's like maybe are, that makes me a narcissist who doesn't know how to It's like when people game. will be like, I took like 400 classes of something. And then they're like, that's the lie. I took 350. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, not that. I don't do it that bad. Fuck off. <laughs> so uh, should we get into it? Let's, let's get going. All right. Uh, so we cold open while What's Up by Four Non Blondes, which I think a lot of people think that this is an Alanis Morissette song, but it is not. Um, plays as we see Van living a very bachelor lifestyle, eating sprinkled donuts and soda for breakfast. Um, there's a lyric in this song that says, 25 years and my life is still. So prescient. Um, and we get a close-up shot. Van is not wearing a wedding ring. Uh, and then we get a lingering shot of a rainbow rug that is littered in bills. But then we kind of hold on the rainbow rug after the bills are gone. So we're we're getting context clues here um, as to what Van has had going on. Uh, we see kind of a moment of Van's day-to-day -day explaining to teens what VHS is and then, um, you know, kind of having a chat with a girl who is sort of her VHS protege um, before we get the replay of the Thaisa entrance. And then Ty collapses and we immediately are into the theme song. Um, quick digression on the theme song. Are there new things in the theme song every week or am I just noticing them now because we've seen some of them? It's funny you say that because I had the exact same thought earlier. Okay. I think that there are maybe a couple things that are changing. It's not everything that's know. different. Definitely mm -hmm. not. But it's, there are, I feel like they're cutting in like before the kind of like punctuating shots of like Jackie on the soccer field, Misty's creepy yeah. headshot, like all of these different things. They're like adding in some of the stuff we've already seen. Yes. And there's, I feel like I always notice that scene of someone like throwing up in a parking lot. I think it's Nat. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, some things aren't aren't changing. But I watch it every time, like just to make sure. Like I didn't, I don't remember noticing the playing cards before with the like I'm grateful no, for that's my what friends. I, like I think that's when I thought had the thought too. I was like, is this different? Yeah, it feels like it's also getting creepier. Like it's always been yeah. intense, but it feels like it's getting more specifically creepy. So I just okay, I wanted to confirm that because I was like, is this in my head or um, anyway? Uh, then we, so we see the mountain vista, the icicles are melting, it's spring. We've jumped a little bit of time, uh, presumably. Mm -hmm. Ty wakes up untethered from Van and doesn't seem concerned about it. Um, Shauna is hugely pregnant, which we haven't seen before. Um, and then we find out that Ty is participating in the Lottie rituals and Van is convinced that that's why Ty stopped sleepwalking. 
um i was kind of surprised by the time jump like same yeah I, this far forward and because i i actually don't think i said this out loud while, while we were watching it but i was like you know i don't remember how long they're in the woods right but i'm like we're jumping a lot of time and i it, they're there the whole winter i i want to say right but i was kind of like my thought was like as we go into like season three four how much like, time, left going time? We, yeah and now we're gonna like start to jump back to when they like first get when they get like rescued and they're like still young uh, uh -huh. um like still in high school well i don't i don't know if you go you go back to high school after that um but what that looks like right right yeah no because it was it was definitely like at least a couple months you would have to figure at least a month i mean kashana yeah. was not hugely pregnant before this um and it unless there it was supposed to be i mean like this obviously happens in like buffalo and stuff but you get like one random nice day and it's like a trick right right and i don't but again i'm mostly looking at shauna's pregnant belly yeah being. like she was not that pregnant like last because do you think they have any real idea what time i mean obviously they know it's winter but right. like what time like probably what day not it is? no probably i mean not. you have to figure probably not unless they've been yeah. keeping very careful track yeah um but yeah so i mean and it was just it was interesting because and, and the dynamics that we've discussed in the past couple episodes have ended up coming into play in other ways throughout this episode, but there was a lot of stuff that felt like it was building tension um, that we mm -hmm. were going to see a breaking point and then like we kind of scooted past it and it ended up going in a different direction, which is yeah. kind of a cool choice, but um, I was just, yeah, I was surprised. Um, so Shauna seems to be one of the few people who are holding out on Lottie's prayer circles um, as Akila goes out and joins. Um, the ritual seems to have a peaceful effect on everybody in it, but the vibes the show is giving us are very creepy, I thought. Like the, yeah. the outsider perspective of this circle is like something weird is afoot. All the girls are like, I feel like a pine needle or whatever. And you're like, <laughs> mm, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Lottie says, we're tuning into nature and each other. That connection is what's going to protect us and we need to nurture it, especially now. A new life is coming and we can't wait to meet him. And then the group says, we can't wait to meet him. And Shauna kind of watches this from afar and looks decidedly creeped out. Um, then we see like a punk band in a bowling alley and for a second i was just i don't know why i got like very immersed in everything else that was going on i was so confused because i like forgot that we had a modern era in this show like i was just like <laughs> did they get a punk band in the wood like i my brain broke um callie unsuccessfully hustles stash cop to get him to kiss her um and in our notes i just wrote big yikes huge yikes because the whole thing just like made my skin crawl um and i know that he like makes the right choice here and doesn't kiss her or whatever but he looks like such a predator that it just like oh it made me want there, it was and i so gross oh yeah i and and he i found this episode that cop like by the end like he kind of was creeping me out. Yeah, he gives me huge creep vibes. Yeah. Even though he doesn't actually, like, he doesn't do the creepy thing that he, like. Yeah. Eh, eh. He's creepy. He's been creepy the whole time. But, like, at the end of 
like when they're in the and we'll obviously get there but they're in their motel room like something is like kind of unhinged about about him yeah like he's got a it feels a little bit more than like oh he's a dog with a bone it feels like he's got kind of a like vindictive yeah like a vendetta like it's weird um so yeah so callie gets the bill for their bar tab after he says the grossest thing a man said this on a date with me once where he said i have to go take a leak and i literally almost left at that moment men don't he actually the guy i was on a date with said i have to go take a leaky leak and i was like ew yeah that was that was the last date we ever had not explicitly because of that but it certainly didn't help when i was like tabulating the results um don't ever say that. Not in mixed company. Just, just go to the just fucking say, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, or uh, excuse me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, anyway, she gets their bar tab, sees his name, and does, presumably because his name doesn't match whatever he's told her um, or something, gets a weird feeling, does a Google search because every girl is an FBI agent. Watch your back. Um, I mean, just don't lie. You know, if you don't lie, there's not going to be anything for you to get caught for. Um, but uh, she finds out that he's a cop. Um, the panic in her face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great face acting here, I thought. Yeah. Um, I actually thought Callie had kind of a standout performance this episode. I actually thought there was a lot of good performances this episode from people or characters that we hadn't really seen, really seen that yeah. from yet. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I completely agree. Um, there's a a scene later on with Callie that I genuinely really loved. Um, so then we're back in winter at the cabin and Javi won't, it seems like it's gotten cold pretty immediately because the frost is back on the windows and, um, Javi won't tell everyone where he's been and is seemingly like completely untethered. Um, we find out that Javi was the one stealing the bear meat. So Mm. good on you. Uh, Travis is not helping in the hobby interrogation, and he says he'll talk when he's ready, which is seemingly kind of a lottie pull from the Shauna debacle. Um, yeah. And then, because I don't think that's something we would have heard from Travis earlier on. Um, then Nat asks if he wants to come with her to go check out one of their nets, and Travis is just freezing her out. He says, nope, and he walks away. Um, Akila has named her pet rat from the last episode Nugget. Uh, so we have to assume he will turn out to be important in some way. I don't know what, and I don't want to think about it. Um, Misty and Crystal are playing which three famous people would you have at your dinner party? <laughs> and Misty picks young Jack Kevorkian, which Crystal is like immediately on board for. <laughs> um, does everybody know who Jack Kevorkian is? I actually don't think I do. I meant okay. to Google it. Um, Jack Kevorkian is like one of those people that my parents brought up a lot when I was growing up. So I've always known who Dr. Kevorkian was, but he basically, he was arrested and like sentenced for being somebody that did euthanasia on on human beings. He would like basically put people down at their request. Um, Yikes, Misty. So he Yikes. was like a, you know, die with dignity kind of, but like he, he killed a lot of people. So like my, my father would like accuse people of having like a Dr. Kevorkian like <laughs> affect a lot in my youth. Um, no, gee, I wonder why I'm the way that I am. Um, 
so uh then mari comes and uh so we we've got dark kind of undercurrents and misty coming through pretty much immediately uh mari comes and makes them choose chore cards and misty offers to help crystal with the poop bucket um and crystal says thanks bestie and mari is like deeply weirded out by it <laughs> and walks away um callie is conning the dumb cop again uh he has four brain cells he's like he's just so stupid um she tells him she's found out her mom's affair is with her dad's best friend, Randy. Yes. <laughs> uh, and he gets this look on his face like, oh shit, that's a bummer. Uh, but I just, I really incredible choice from, from Callie. Really love this. <laughs> love the opportunity to bring Randy back into yeah. the fold. Um, then we see Misty and Walter in the car and Misty's being kind of weird. And she like, it's, rejecting show tunes because she says they need to concentrate walter suggests the name of our episode two truths and a lie and rattles off uh the best three facts <laughs> i've ever heard uh which i did not write down word for word because it's it's just too much um but really really incredible stuff here yeah. um and incredible delivery by elijah Wood. i have one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars in taco bell stock but I've never eaten Taco Bell. Beans upset my stomach. <laughs> like, um, and so uh, we find out all three of those things are true. And he says, now you know a little bit more about me. So when? Uh, Misty responds with, I do not like monkeys. I think we're asking the wrong questions about the moon landing. Uh, before she spots the logo from the honey on a driveway barrier. And they think they found the purple people. Uh, then we're back with Van and Ty. Uh, we get some really good acting from adult Van. And one of the things I loved is that, like, because she's a new character, right? Everything that she establishes kind of has to carry over from what we've seen of teenage Van. And I thought she had the mannerisms down, like, perfectly. She does all the same things, like, with her mouth and the way she enunciates. And she, like has these like she like sticks her tongue in her cheek and like does these like certain mannerisms that i just thought she like absolutely nailed i thought this was flawless it's a good pick and i think and i watched some behind the scenes stuff and i think they spent a lot of time doing that in the very beginning but it seemed kind of based off of like all the older version right of the characters and it would have i mean it had to have been the opposite right um, yeah this is so kind of the first fun. time that we've seen that yeah. Um, and you can tell she kind of tried to match her voice because um, she like she doesn't this actress doesn't necessarily have that, you know, deep register, mm -hmm. but she's obviously trying to match teenage vans a little bit more. Um, and I thought that was really good as well. Um, so adult van realizes pretty immediately that Ty is sleepwalking again and then Ty gives Van the saucy lady pen that she got from the truck driver. So apparently that's, it's a gag of theirs. And that's why she was like, okay, I'll get in the semi-truck. Yeah, and the did strangers. she stay at Shauna's wedding? Yeah. And so I like, you know, I was kind of curious about, I think that implies that Ty and Van are together. Right. At for least sometimes post, post yeah, a little them coming back. Yeah. 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 Um, and I can't remember if in Shauna and Jeff's wedding picture that we see on their wall, mm. I can't remember if it's 
them as teenagers or them as um adults, adults but um i think they got married like relatively soon after but i don't i don't remember um entirely um then we see callie shauna and jeff and callie fesses up and gets two very different reactions from her parents so she says promise you won't freak out and shauna says no and jeff says sure <laughs> and then with <laughs> Sha uh, when callie says he might be a cop shauna says a cop and jeff <laughs> jeff says how old is he <laughs> um, and then before they ultimately kind of shake their heads in agreement that like yeah you did a good job lying um and <laughs> callie says so i did fix it and shauna sighs <laughs> and goes you did great so <laughs> um i i just really enjoyed uh that whole little bit there um i love whoever writes you know the writers that write the dialogue or whoever that gets done great job for jeff and shauna and callie it's yeah it's some of the best yeah it's really i mean it is like it's they play off each other so well because it's so clear that they are like very different people and yeah. thus very different parents um and they are ultimately a team but it's just like jeff like <laughs> pacing the kitchen afterward and like it's just it was really good um then we see nat at the cult and somebody's like are you coming to the workshop and she says yeah i'll be right there and he says do you want to walk with us and she's like sure and then it's three feet away <laughs> um i thought the like this episode i thought was really funny like there were just because yeah. that's that whole cut is just somebody being like do you want to walk with us <laughs> and then walking three feet into this building that they're right next to um so i just i thought there were a lot of like really good comedic moments in this episode this may have been my favorite episode of the season um yeah so it was the best i thought like the dialogue the like interactions were the best it was like the i mean then we got to the end and it gets spooky yeah yeah it was a good i feel like it was a good like we're halfway mm-hmm Mm -hmm. And it did, it did give us a little bit, I felt like a little bit of like comedic relief before it probably gets right, right, real dark. Yeah, there was again. a lot more levity in the front half. And then it gets real intense in the back half, um, which yeah. I thought was, I don't know, it was, it, it still felt balanced. It just wasn't as, yeah. you know, woven through the whole thing as like the episode we got last week, um, which was kind of fun. Um, then we get Akila and Ty talking about Lottie's prayer circles and Akila compares it to a pregame ritual. Um, and, you know, it seems like the thing that a lot of these girls are getting out of it is like some kind of purpose and some sense of agency yeah. in what is otherwise, you know, a pretty like hopeless out of control situation. Um, Travis then has a chat with Javi and he you know basically says you don't have to say anything but just i just want to know where you were and hoffy gives kind of a meaningful look to lottie um which was you know i mean presumably yeah. having to do with the strange moss and all of you know weird trees and everything um but travis doesn't seem to catch it uh and then travis c does confront nat and he says, maybe he wouldn't be so fucked up if I had found him sooner. So that's on you. Um, and he storms out and it's Lottie who follows mm -hmm. him. Um, that was a, I mean, you knew that that confrontation was like gonna happen, but it felt, felt even worse that it happened just like in the middle of the living room. Mm -hmm. 
um yeah right in front of everybody yeah 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 that was tough um because I was kind of wondering why Travis wasn't being like harder on that at the beginning um but then that does kind of track that it's like he's just been stewing and stewing and once he like does decide like okay you know the lottie of it all is not how we're going to go about it like i need to talk to my brother i need to figure out what's going on and it doesn't work that that's the moment that he's like no this is your fault like um then we see nat and fork girl doing an exercise about their deepest thoughts and Lottie says, you can go deeper, Natalie. There's more in there. Um, Lottie has her sacrifice hand wound wrapped in colorful fabric instead of with a Band-Aid because, of course, she does, um, which I just thought, you know, another way that this show really just, like, executes on the <laughs> details really, really well. Um, Nat is told by an acolyte that she has a visitor, and it turns out it's Misty and Walter down at the fence. Um Nat, to explain her predicament, says, yeah, Lottie sent some people for me, but it's not like I'm being <laughs> held against my will anymore, which is like just such I'm in a cult, you know, Yes. talk. <laughs> um, and then Misty says, committed to a mental institution in Switzerland, Lottie? Like Misty did not know that Lottie was in on this, that she was a part of it, but that was what was going on here. Uh, and it, like in this, right, the next year in the car, she's also like, she seems like she didn't know that Lottie was back at all. Mm-hmm. She's like, I was tracking everyone. How did I like not, which I thought wasn't like, I didn't really realize. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Nat says, I'm doing a fucking thing here, Misty, <laughs> and I don't need you getting in my way. Uh, so at that point I was kind of like, okay, what does that mean? Doing a fucking thing, like participating in it and really trying to do some healing or trying to take it down from the inside. And I think by the end of the episode, we do ultimately find out. Um, Ty is telling Van about the altar with Biscuit. Uh, May he rest in peace. And uh, Van is appropriately wigged out here, I would say. Like, she's not yeah. completely non-judgmental, um, but I don't think Ty was looking for her to be. She's just kind of like, Thaisa, what the fuck? <laughs> like, um. And it did feel like Ty, like, needed to tell Van because Van had the reaction that Ty needed, which is not like, oh, my God, you're so sick. Like, it's not it 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 does distinctly have, I think, a different tenor from Simone's reaction. Um, And obviously it she can afford to because she's not in it as much as Simone is. Um, But it felt like this was what Thaisa needed to hear, which was just what the fuck you know yikes yeah like <laughs> what you killed your dog um then misty and crystal are out dumping the poop bucket and admitting their weirdest secrets um and we just get a whole weird stream of stuff <laughs> and then crystal says how lucky they are um she says some people never find someone they trust enough to share their deepest secrets and she ends up telling misty that her name's not crystal it's actually Kristen, um and that everyone got it wrong on the first day and she just never corrected them because she liked the nickname they gave her uh and then misty and i like the minute she said i have something to tell and i was like girl this is not the same like her lying about her name because she craves a sense of belonging is not the same as what you did. Um, but Misty admits that she trashed the black box. And then Crystal rightfully 
it like flips uh and then misty tries to brush it off and just be like oh my god look at your face i fucking got you and crystal yeah. says you're not that good of an actress uh which goes back to <laughs> i was like oh yeah but which goes back to i think it was last episode where we got that steel magnolias um yeah. you know what's the monologue mm -hmm. and um and her story to elijah wood about you know about adam martin and his mother and you know we we talked at that time about sort of this establishment of like misty's acting skill and whether or not she was pulling all of this off and this was the moment in this episode that sort of went oh not quite like you didn't quite um and then as crystal is backing up from misty in fear and misty says i will kill you crystal goes off the fucking cliff oh and i knew it was gonna happen as yeah. it was happening and i was still like maybe they'll do something else like maybe they're trying to make me think that it's about to happen and they're not really gonna do it but nope there she goes and we see her broken and splayed body over the edge um as soon as misty was like yeah like like you can't tell anyone i was like I was like, she's probably going to have to, she's going to say this and she's probably going to push this girl off the edge of this. Yeah, car. she didn't, notably, she did not push her. She did not push her. Um, but we'll kind of, we'll see the, what she does do uh, in kind of the next scene. Um, so then we're in the car with Misty and Walter and Misty says, I kept tabs on everybody and I mean everybody, but I must not mean everybody because I missed this. So she is, uh, as you kind of referenced, fully like in shock that Lottie is running this, um, had no idea, had no idea that that's who Nat was going to be with, um, just was not keeping tabs on Lottie in that way. Um, and Walter suggests that since Nat is safe, Misty can move on. And Misty immediately starts to spiral into what is a very Misty train of thought, which is that this is about how Lottie is wanting to cut Nat off from her and that she must be jealous of their relationship. So we're <laughs> seeing a lot of the dark sides, I think, this yeah. episode of Misty's like need for belonging and acceptance. Um, we're seeing the ways that that can be sort of contorted uh, into something else. Um, and then he walter confronts misty about uh adam martin because he followed up on the story that misty gave him we are so smart we i i yelled i was like we were right <laughs> we immediately when misty told that story we're like there he can check up on that and he he absolutely did because the man may be smitten but he is not a fool he still does his research um and then he delivers what is maybe one of my favorite little like bits of dialogue when he, then the next like little bit after he says the thing about the friendship when he says uh so then he thinks that misty killed adam uh and w are you talking about when he says you're charming and impulsive which are traits of most serial killers yeah. but you pull it off and then he goes and then when he goes, my grandma <laughs> was convicted for killing my grandfather and was in prison for 30 years but he said she sent me a birthday but card she every never year. failed she, to send me a birthday card she was just thoughtful like that <laughs> like you i i really like that we get 
like somebody that has this kind of oddball perspective like that because he ultimately tells misty that like i like you even he says despite your extracurricular activities which he by which he means even if you murder people um which is pretty remarkable <laughs> especially considering... you almost want to be like misty you maybe should stick around right like this i mean this guy is like he's, he's really into you <laughs> like um yeah i mean I, he ta he takes you know really accepting the people you love to a whole new level i yeah. which feels i mean even funnier i think being that he's a citizen detective that like presumably he is preoccupied with bringing people to justice and then he's just like yeah but like if your girlfriend's a serial killer for the right reasons then yeah like whatever uh whatever. misty ultimately just bails uh she's like nope absolutely not gets out of the car takes her luggage i don't think because she's creeped out i think just because she has a single-minded pursuit that she is going to rescue nat yeah. from this situation and he just drives right away <laughs> like he's just like okay bye like he doesn't try to get her to come back like nope he's out yeah. there um kevin and stash cop follow shauna to her rendezvous with randy and they're buying it um <laughs> then randy tells shauna an fbi agent invited me to his boat <laughs> And she's and then she's and like she goes what what he's like oh they're asking about some purple people and she's like oh, okay he says don't okay. worry didn't mention the b mail and for a second no. I was like what is he and then she was like what did I tell you about that word and he was like I'm sorry I'll do better <laughs> um and then she says did he, they ask you anything about Nat and she said just where she was and if she was hanging out with some purple weirdos. <laughs> Just a lot of really great, like, back-to-back -back Randy dialogue here. Um, and he's wearing that shirt that just said, like, a mug of beer and said, like, the beer exclamation <laughs> Randy is so stupid, and he's one of those characters where it's like, Randy is a man that I would just absolutely detest in real life, but, like, man, if he doesn't just provide some entertainment in the show. Like, he is, he is something else. Uh. Um, Shauna tells Randy to go, um, self-complete into a condom and throw it into the trash. Um, and she says, don't you dare think about me. And he immediately holds up three fingers and says, scout's honor. <laughs> <laughs> Which is incredible. Um, then we see Lotta, Lottie saying to Shauna's belly, you're going to change everything. And Shauna like wakes up from her nap and freaks out and says, she was whispering weird shit to my baby. Um, and this time Ty backs Lottie up, um, which is obviously, you know, again, not to beat a dead horse, but not what we've been seeing. Um, so as much as Ty is saying, I think that she's in the prayer circles because of Van, like we've been getting these, these notes throughout the episode that are telling us like Thaisa is getting something out mm -hmm. of it and buying into it a little bit. Um, you know, she's, she has begun to drink the Kool-Aid as, as maybe Nat is, um, in current day. Um, then we see Ty in Van's medicine cabinet. She finds a prescription for oxycodone. Um, she confronts Van about it and Van says it was for her mom who got cancer and lived with her until she died. And then she throws the pills out. Um, 
Ty says, maybe you don't have to be dying to have regrets and kind of moves in and Van is like, no, 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 no. And, you know, it's kind of like, you can't come here. And she says, you can't drop your anvil on my life. And then um, she ultimately says to Thaisa, you know, I'm not going to let you leave here like this. So at least have the decency to ask for my help. And Ty says, I can't ask you for your help because I don't want to hurt any more of the people I love. And I knew they, like, I mean, obviously that's been a little bit of what we've been getting here. But when I said a couple weeks ago that, like, I do kind of wish that adult Ty and adult, like, they felt to me, like, they really think, I know they were in high school, but I just felt like they could have made it. I thought these two loved each other a lot. Yeah, well, they always seem like they kind of made each other better. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. It's a good so. big thing that I feel like that they like demonstrate with them. And I I also thought this act, the acting from adult Ty mm-hmm. in this episode, I was really impressed with. Yeah. Um, especially that that fight, like that kind of like fight scene. Is this also the scene where this line reminded me of you when Van's like, I messed up my pop culture like references because I'm pissed or whatever she says. Yeah, she says something about you can't come here with your high fidelity shit. What's the deal with what happened to us? And Ty says, isn't that Seinfeld? And she says, I messed up my pop culture references because I'm pissed. Oh my God, I didn't even realize. I was like, oh, that's funny. Like it didn't even realize. But you're right. That's, yeah, that's uh, that's me. That's what it's like to be in a fight with me. <laughs> But I, I also, uh, <laughs> oh my god, I did feel my. <laughs> I'm having an existential moment right now. Holy god, uh, yeah. I, uh, I had a, I, I feel like this episode. I'm, I had like a bit of a, a, a change of heart about how frustrating Ty can be for me. I feel like she, like you know, her just kind of like with Lottie and all of that. I was like, okay, yeah. all right, yeah, <laughs> you go, yeah. Yeah, I do. I I don't know. I, I have kind of a I have kind of a soft spot for Ty, and I like I think part of the thing is that, like, she with Van, like, it it reminds me of that line from Girls where it's like you know where Adam says the thing about like you just have to find someone who can put up with your particular kind of difficult mm-hmm. or whatever it is, and like. Van and Ty always seem like that to me. Like they are, you know, like they are able to kind of like meet each other where they're at. Um, And for as much like love as it seems like Simone and Ty have for each other, it doesn't seem like Simone can do that. Like which, and to no fault of her own, right? Like this is a real wiggity situation. Yeah. But it seems like Van was just, she was willing to like, go through this with Thaisa and uh, Simone doesn't seem like that. And so there's a part of me that is kind of like rooting for them, even though I like, I know it's a problem and whatever. Did you also, and we can talk about this more at the end if we want, but I, I also got the feeling that we were supposed to take away that like Van is a little stuck. Yeah. In time. And I think like that's she has why... a VHS. Yeah. She's like a little, like, like she never really got, out of it she really moved past right and we get and then we that you know we get that song in the opening cut with that lyric that is 25 years and my life is still which is like so so on the nose i mean really another incredible choice by the music editors of the show but i i think you're completely right you know is that van is she hasn't really been able to move forward in the same way that 
you know, I mean, I don't, I think they've all still got their stuff. I don't think any of them, I mean, if anything, the show is about a group of people who have not successfully moved on from <laughs> their trauma. Um, but, you know, I think, I think Van really like kind of recessed into that version of herself was like, yeah. okay, well, this is just, this is who I'm going to be forever. I'm going to eat sprinkle donuts for breakfast. Like I'm a teenager and, you know, never really, you know, be the VHS lady. And, you know, even if I can't really make any money doing it and all of this kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I think that's, that's completely, completely right. Um, so then we get a cut of Randy uh, getting a big idea with the motel lotion. And then Nat busts into uh, the Antler Lodge and finds the reports that Lottie is keeping on everyone. And she comes out and she tries to confront everyone in a way that I felt like it was pretty immediately clear that it wasn't going to work because it didn't have this like emphatic kind of like powerful energy to it. It just felt like Nat was coming up be like, hey, look what I found. Like it just felt very manic. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you did you get that from that? Like it just it felt very yes. like, wavery voice, like just like, ah, look, I got And she something. seemed like and I mean. Well, and we, you know, in, a, in like a, a few seconds later, she like, you know, starts crying. Like it, you could just tell that she was like really up, upset. And I then I think that no one reacting also made it worse because she's always trying to get a reaction out of everyone. Right, right. And no one, everyone was like, yeah, like yeah, that guy we was know. wearing, yeah, like that really dramatic purple collar on. I don't know if you, but he's like, yeah, we give her our stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh. yeah. And then Nat yells, "She is clinically insane." <laughs> Um, so uh, yeah, so she kind of like falls apart. Lottie excuses everybody else from the room and they're all just like, okay, whatever. Like, it's just like another normal day with the purple people. Um, and Lottie wants to face, she tells Nat that she wants to figure out what the note that Travis left for Nat means. Um, so this to me seemed like, and I know we had talked about a couple weeks ago, like the question of why Lottie was so interested in Nat specifically, yeah. you know, that like, cause she made the comment about like, you know, well, at least if you're here, you can't kill yourself or whatever it was. Um, and, you know, that seems to answer some of our questions is that Lottie has some sort of vested stake in, in using that as a conduit to figure out like yeah. what this energy is and what was after them and what Travis knew and all of that. Um, so that's notable. Um, we finally kind of know why Lottie is, yeah. is looking for interested. Yeah. Interested yeah. in that specifically. Um, Cause you know, we talked about like all of these women are at risk, <laughs> like any one of them, <laughs> but, um, but Lottie did seem preoccupied by Nat. So uh, then we see Ty following Shauna into the wilderness. She stormed out after Lottie was whispering to her baby. Um, and then Shauna says, you're supposed to be my friend, not on team Lottie, um, which is exactly the verbiage we've been using. So, mm -hmm. you know, pats on the backs, claps. We're so on it. Um, and then Shauna, or, uh, Taisa says, there's one fucking team, Shauna, and we're all on it. And Shauna says, you can't think that's still true. Um, and then Shauna has what we will find out later to be a contraction. 
uh, and then a big wind comes. So something's all connected. Something's a brewing. Something's a brewing. Um, Misty climbs down the ledge to Kristen Crystal's body and tries to do CPR while weeping and singing Staying Alive, which is like kind of funny, even though it's really upsetting. Um, and the big wind begins to cover Crystal's corpse in snow. And we kind of see Misty, you know, with the look of getting yeah. an idea in her eyes. And she says, I'm sorry, bestie. Uh, which is just a big bummer all around. Um, Stash Cop wants to check the motel room for confirmation that, as he puts it, they boned. Um, and then we see that Randy put lotion in the condom, uh, which this guy sticking his nose into a condom was uh, the living worst. Oh. <laughs> like, I was just... And, and it's it's frustrating because he's so dumb but you know that like obviously he does have some yeah. ability like he is on to something um i just i really wanted him to listen to kevin and be like oh well case closed and yeah. instead he like goes in and he puts on his fucking gloves and and then he yells the cuse is loose baby which made me want to hit him squarely in the jaw i hate this guy <laughs> I know he's like looking for justice, but I hate him. <laughs> um, I like I'm. It's so easy to get me on the team of an antihero. I'm just like immediately like <laughs> on board. Um, you know what? I know Shauna killed an innocent man, but <laughs> she's our girl. We've seen her suffer. Um, they realized that Callie intentionally gave him bad info, so he's been made. Um, and he says, she might be good, but I'm better. And it's like, yeah, well, she's a 16-year-old girl, so good for you, Mr. Police Academy. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, then we get our first real, like, cut to Ben this episode, uh, who is still keeping on trucking. Um, Javi tells Ben that his friend told him not to come back and Ben is like what like, Ben is like honestly sometimes the only person who like reacts the way that a normal person yeah yeah he's like excuse me yeah so that's who we and we have not a clue uh maybe the man with no eyes maybe it it doesn't make it seem good for whatever is bound to happen at the cabin right if whatever the force is was saying don't go back there uh, unless they were trying to like consume javi in the woods and we're trying to lure him away um but and he was drawing it was roots of a tree right was the drawing I think so. that he picks up yeah yeah uh weird moss um but yeah I, also i'm watching another show which is like not a show of this caliber but does have ben in it as a younger man oh. and it's it's very weird to watch um he's got a very specific character so it's just kind of funny where i was like oh my god it's ben <laughs> um then misty runs into the cabin saying she lost crystal um which is kind of what we could assume from you know the the big idea she gets uh, watching her body be covered in snow and the girls run out really not because crystal is missing but because ty and shauna are also still out there which like 
bummer for Crystal. Um, also, so were they, were those girls like Crystal and Aquila and stuff, are they like, are they the subs or are they, are, are they the JV team? Like, because earlier on in the I... episode, Ty says, you guys lost a lot. Is yes, there a I different mean... team? I had to say, I was like, maybe they're the JV yeah. team? Because I was like, why would they be going, though? Right. So I, I'm, that's what I'm wondering. Maybe, is they, if, if maybe, maybe they do go. Like Maybe they're, like, the best ones from the JV That's kind of what I was thinking is, like, maybe they're the JV girls that got brought up to be subs for yeah. for the championship or whatever. Um, I mean, small detail, but I just had questions, and I didn't yeah. know if you had any more clarity on it than I did. Yeah. Um, it's a whiteout outside um and then we see ty and shauna in the woods and shauna is definitely going into labor um and lottie starts to do the prayer thing on the porch telling everybody to feel like a pine needle or whatever and then ty starts doing it too and she says i feel our friends trying to find us and, or coming to find us and the girls on the porch say i feel our friends finding us and it's very spooky okay. um there you know so now we're getting like a true you know the the scene that we saw in the beginning of two of the girls completing each other's sentences it's now extending itself right yeah. out to find taisa and pull them back to them because ty and shauna are well and truly lost um and Ty just kind of starts doing this of her own accord and they they beam her back. Um, and then we get VCR fuzz and we zoom out and we are at Van's place again. Ty is asleep on Van's couch. And I was like, oh, yay, she can sleep. Van is her, you know, magic sleep pill, whatever. Uh, and then Van goes to fish the oxy out of the trash and take a couple I feel like we all kind of saw that one coming. Yeah, right? I was like, there's no way that that story about her mom was true. And, I mean, not that she didn't get sick and pass away, but that that was her, why she Yeah, like, was it, oh, yeah, okay. So why are yeah. you keeping the oxy in your medicine cabinet? Like, yeah. mm. um, And as soon as we got that, like, angle of her standing up and taking the yep. pills, it was like, she's right there. She's going to be right there. Like, And she was. <laughs> So Thaisa sneaks up behind her and kisses her with the spooky eyes, which the way this actress, and forgive me, because I don't actually know either of these actresses' names. Um, so adult Ty is Tawny Cypress and adult Van is Lauren Ambrose. And um, But adult Ty here, Tawny Cypress, just immediately, like she kisses her and like pulls away with the dead eyes, which was... Like, they're so creepy, and she does it so well. It, like, it was bone-chilling. Yeah. I hate it. And she's just like, and then and he, no one by fans just like, you're the other one, aren't you? Whatever she says. Like, she knows like, oh. immediately. Yeah. yeah, she says, oh, you're the other one, aren't you? And then Sleep Tie says, this isn't where we're supposed to be. <laughs> oh. God, it's not good. So I don't know. I mean, I kind of took this as like Van somehow is helping Thaisa out of this and the thing doesn't want that. Um, yeah. But also maybe that. Like, but didn't it, the thing, the thing, the other, whatever this is. Right. Tell her to go to her. Tell her to go to Van. Maybe to go get her. Right. 
I don't know, maybe she wants them all to be together, together. or like the thing he wants yeah. them all to be together. Um, but yeah, super creepy. Uh, if I was Van, I would probably be like, you have to get out of my home now. I know we're old friends, <laughs> but I'm not going to, now I'm Good not going to sleep. Like, no way. Um, current day Lottie is doing an exercise with Nat that she learned, quote, during her time away. Um, <laughs> and she's trying to get Nat to see Travis the last time that she saw him alive. Um, and we get this kind of like at first it's like dreamy and that's like oh i see a beach and whatever um and then we she says then what happened and nat says what always happened and we realized the beach was a framed picture in a shitty motel um and nat and travis were doing a bunch of drugs um and they didn't sleep together that kind of like shirtless cut of him seems to be from maybe an earlier point mm -hmm. when they were together um but then nat overdid it on uh the blow presumably um and she says i see the crash site but it's different we didn't make it and lottie says none of us and presumably the answer to that is yes uh and then nat says we weren't alone out there uh, we see her be brought back by the paramedics. And then when Nat wakes up from the overdose in her kind of vision, she says, I saw it. I felt it. We brought it back. Trav, we brought it back with us, which is, whoo, like repeating that. I just got shivers up my spine. Um, and then when Lottie kind of pulls her out of the trance, Nat says the whole time there was something, some darkness out there with us or in us it still is that's what i was right about and then it kind of turns into teenage nat lying down and laying down in lottie's lap and then lottie turns around at a creaking sound to see the shadow of the antler queen uh, so that seems bad <laughs> so that seems negative and then when she's, you know, also in the plane, when she's like, we none of us made it. And it, you can see the antler queen, like, in the front of the plane. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I guess that's... To me, I was kind of like when... What was I going to say? <laughs> I lost my train of thought. But I think someone said something like, there was someone else out there, like, she... Like, was referring to this, like, other being. And I was like, oh... Is the antler queen, like, maybe it, like, takes over Lottie, but, like, that is kind of the, like, other being in the woods, mm -hmm. maybe. Right, it's right, just, like, that there is some sort of, manif queen. like, a manifestation of the antler queen outside of, outside of them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it does, it, and it does, it's interesting because it, I mean, it also explains part of, right, like, how these girls would have survived this you know, statistically improbable, if not impossible, yeah. plane crash, right? So many of them made it out. And so when she says, because um, she says, I see the crash site, but it's different. We didn't make it. And then at some point she says, we weren't, I think she says we weren't supposed to be there or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but, or maybe I'm imagining that, but like, it does seem in some way that like, right, like that that was involved it could because we've had this conversation about like okay so if this thing was in them 
from the beginning or whatever like it couldn't have just been that they conveniently crashed and so it does seem right that like there was something at play from the beginning either protecting them from the crash or saving you know protecting them saving them in order to be part of this sacrifice or whatever um kind of like you know harry potter style like dumbledore making sure that harry potter survives all the time so he can die at the right moment um which is a weird move for a hero but like that kind of feeling you yeah. know um, <laughs> i just feel like we don't talk about that enough and how problematic <laughs> that is um uh so you know i it, it really i mean it does seem you know we are getting some answers to some of our questions but also introducing more questions questions um but yeah it did it felt like the biggest and again right at the midway point right like the biggest kind of answer we've really gotten which is like yes right finally someone's just like actually saying it something else was out there right right and it was kind of like a confirmation and we all i guess i think we can knew that but it's a, the first like it's the first answer proposes many more questions right right yeah no agreed um and then current day misty approaches the compound gate saying that she you know help me i want to join um and ty and shauna in the past make it back to the cabin and shauna fully enters labor and we end the episode on a guttural scream yeah and that's it bye goodbye <laughs> uh so what an episode the ending of it really yeah yeah i have no words yeah we're i mean <laughs> we're much. we're gonna get shauna in full labor next week obviously um i the idea of because i'm all about like you know community care and you know women helping women and all of it but like the idea of a bunch of 16 year olds delivering a baby is and so look, concerning. Like, the last person I'd want in my face when I was trying to have a child would be Misty. Misty. Sorry, Misty. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, 100% I, I think agree. Person is also pretty low on Shauna's list. Yeah. Misty <laughs> just being like, just push. Like, you shut up. You shut up right now. Uh, and uh, in the preview, it, it seems like. It seems like Misty, from like what we kind of like show us briefly, Lottie is pretty uh, not excited to see Misty. Mm -mm. They seem like she seems like, what the fuck are you doing here? Mm -hmm. um, and then they at the end, the very end of the preview, they're all together standing on a dock. So they're like all we're getting the band back together. To together. <laughs> Which so, is going to be exciting to watch, but I think also maybe what the entity wants, yes, wants right based on on what you know we just talked about with ty and van and what ty says um so really worrying for our girls super concerning yeah yeah um oh, and then shauna's seemingly being questioned by the police because they call right and jeff's like <laughs> she's, she's in the in bathroom, the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Jeff, what a wild cover to be like. Like, she's going to be there for a couple hours. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I am hoping on a personal level 
that the Shauna being questioned for murder kind of plot uh, is ultimately resolved. And I think, you know, in the interest of storytelling, it kind of has to be. Um, But like, I... I don't know. I just like I don't want a season where Shauna goes to prison or something like that. Like I'm not interested in any of that. I would like for them to find a way to fix this because Yeah, cuz and it's I wonder I do I do just like wonder what the It's like I kind of like what's the point now? It's definitely Cuz it seems like the plot's kind of like they've made some shifts based on like being picked up and where the story's going to go. And it seems like, oh, well, we couldn't have just left that hanging, but it's like, what, how's it going to resolve itself or come back around? Right. I, well, so that's, that's one thing is I do, I have questions about how much the supernatural part of all of it was kind of the, like, I don't know if it was planned from the beginning or if it was where they decided to take it after you know i i don't know i mean i think that's um that's kind of interesting i don't know if they've answered those questions the the showrunners um but i have thought about that as well because i'm kind of assuming that all of this is like oh they looped this in afterward they figured out they gave themselves all these hatches and now they're you know going down all these tunnels and building out um but but i wonder if this was part of it from the beginning as well maybe it was i don't know um, but they didn't really talk about it much the first season. Maybe they just wanted to surprise us all. Um, or maybe it was new. I don't know. But uh, it does feel like the the whole Shauna murder plotline, it does feel like the least interesting thing we have going on at this yes. point. Um, and, and not that this show is afraid of punishing its characters, because it's not. Um, but I don't see how they would effectively put Shauna in prison and make it work. Um, so it feels like there's like the stakes don't feel real to me because I'm like, well, she's not gonna go to prison. Yeah. So can we just be done with this already? Because I'm sick of this freaking stash cop and I, I hate his mustache. I hate his face. I like and it, not the actor specific but just like his whole you know what i mean like his whole vibe like he's just he's so smarmy and like i just want them to go away um and uh yeah i'm just like i'm kind of at this point i'm like let's move on to to the other stuff because the blackmail plot and everything it's like it's been taken care of um i just i'm ready to move on right and i'm it's it's making me feel a little bit like okay well is something like, is there something else? Right. Like, was Adam involved really actually, like, part of something else? Or, like, this cop? Right. Like, why is he... He seems like he really, like, gruesome. He, like, seems vindictive. And I'm like, okay, like, is there something more... Like, is there something else going on right. here? Does he know Shauna? Does he know... Like, does he... Is he connected somehow to, like, someone on the plane? Like, what is... Like, he just seems so... I just had a thought. What if he's her first baby? Hmm. What if they came back and put him up for adoption? Because she and Jeff were like, we're too young. And they put him up for adoption. Mm-hmm. And he's Shauna's first baby. That's a pretty off the wall theory. But I like it. And <laughs> I had to say it in case it's right. Because wouldn't that be amazing? Because I am. I'm. I've really, since the entirety of the show, have been curious about who the baby. Right. Who's like, does the baby make it out? Right. 
Yeah, because dead dead baby would be a. I mean, not that yeah. again, not that this show is afraid of bumming you out, but like, that's a real bummer. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. We'll uh, we'll have to see how that all goes. Anything else that any other like pet theories you're you're playing with? Anything you're thinking might play out next week? I think my own my biggest thing was just the antler queen like that was it was it wasn't just lottie like that yeah. is like the it's related the to other the, yeah yeah because that's kind of the no first eyes. time that we've seen the antler queen i think in a like in a vision as opposed to yeah. in depiction as part of the ritual right and been like oh yes. well it must be one of the girls yeah do you think ty and van are gonna hook up I don't think so. You don't? I do. I think they will. Maybe not I mean, ne not, not next week, but I think it will happen before they part ways. I would like an update on Simone and Sammy. <laughs> Every week I bring this up, I'm like really concerned about Sammy and this other dog. Yeah, yeah. Simone, Just be like Sammy, Biscuit too, whose name is Steve. Um, Simone, so Sammy, and Steve, how are they? Who's watching them? Yeah, just it's even just something. <laughs> it's just like Simone's mother is there. Like anything to just like be like someone is taking care of Sammy. Someone's taking care of Sammy. Who's watching your comatose wife? <laughs> like, yeah, Thaisa yeah. is admittedly, and I get it. She's got stuff on her plate. Um, she's not being the best partner or mother at no. this juncture. Um, which is tough. Um, and you know, and I know that this is a criticism that we that we levy against not we personally, but society levies unfairly against women as opposed to men. But I think at this point we could probably say I leaving your comatose wife is not being a great part. And hitchhiking across the country is not yeah. or across the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Not my immediate thought was like, oh, are they in Pittsburgh? <laughs> That was now. I had that thought too of like, oh, I wonder which city in Pennsylvania because she would have come from <laughs> the east. So, this is, yeah. so honestly, probably yeah, like a, a Pittsburgh suburb, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Woo, Steel City. <laughs> I'm like, I saw, had that thought. I was like, I, that's literally not important at all. Um, so we're gonna see the girls all together next week. Uh, I was a little disappointed. Because I was so excited about the Walter, Misty, Nat, Lottie, like, you know, that, that what that inter, inter, like interaction would be like, and I didn't really get that. Yeah, yeah, you kind of got a, a brief moment. I think they're giving us also, I think sometimes they're getting, because I don't, did we see Walter say to Nat, I've heard so many great things about you. Yeah. Well, he did say that? Okay. I, yeah. I like didn't flag it specifically. So I was like, are they giving us like cut stuff? In the, you know, because sometimes they'll do like, there was a movie that just came out recently that there was something that was in the trailer that was a different cut from what they actually mm -hmm. used in the movie. And then like the thing from the trailer was in the blooper reel. Um, so sometimes they'll do that. So I was like, are they doing that with this TV show? Because um, I didn't notice him say it. But obviously, I just I, I missed it. Um, yeah, I, uh, we, we didn't really get the full, 
the full because Misty was too busy just like freaking out um, about the Lottie aspect of everything. Um, and and that was just like, fuck off. Like, Do the girls as adults know what Misty did? About the black box? Black box? Yeah. I don't think so. I think my bet would be that she told Crystal and the person that, you know, had just accepted all of her deepest, darkest, mostly weirdest secrets, and then saw the reaction that Crystal had and decided to never tell anybody again. Um, And I think Misty has held on to that for the rest of her life and never told anybody. Um, And I think that there's a chance that at some point that outs and she has to deal with that. Um, You know, whether that's supernaturally or otherwise. Um, But I don't think that Misty ultimately... I mean, you got to figure she doesn't, like, ultimately get away with having no repercussions for that. Um, Misty's tough because it's like I do, I have a lot of empathy for the choices that she makes as a character because it is, I feel like Misty's motivation is so crystal clear that, like, everything that she does, you know, and we've talked about this, is about, like, that sense of belonging and just wanting somebody to be her friend and all of that. Um, but she makes some of the most unsupportable choices of any yes. character on this show. So it's like, she's she's really, really, she's challenging because you know why she does what she does, but almost everything she does, you're oh just like, God. girl, why? <laughs> like, and you have, you have moments where you forget like that. Right. She's, kind of fucked yeah like, yeah like that she's, she's like done a little some little evil yeah. yeah 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 well and it's i mean that's the thing is that it's like she does these things that i i think could and this is a maybe a little bit navel gazy a little bit philosophical but it's like it's it would be hard to accuse misty of being evil because she does these awful things but she does she doesn't she only does them from this one place that is like a yeah. relatively pure intention, but they just, they all come out so fucked up where you're just like Misty, like, but it's all do she doesn't, she, she doesn't put the same stakes on these things that other people do. You know, like yeah. Misty is like, she's like a hair shy of having the, like insanity plea defense of being like well i just didn't understand the consequences of my actions <laughs> where you're like how come like i i just kind of i just thought of this but i think the only like wrinkle in like our theory that like they were destined to be like mm. something was keeping them there is that like misty there was an action in which misty took to keep them there right and maybe it wouldn't have mattered right. or maybe that like she didn't actually like destroy it enough, but like something's kind of like, you know, there is some, it's like really kind of sci-fi, but there's like some force that's like not letting it be Like clinking it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wonder. Or if it, maybe we'll find out that it kind of, you know, 
had a hand in leading Misty to yeah. it or because she did kind of just like I can't remember why she wandered off but she did kind of like wander off and happen upon it um or maybe it was just convenient maybe she just helped him out um maybe the the force yeah. thought that it was gonna have to cloak it and then it didn't <laughs> because Misty just fucked it up for them um but yeah, no, that's a that's a good point. That's a- I think it all depends like to some of the stuff with the shows, like how sci-fi right. they really are like want to go. Right. Um so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But I don't think I think maybe next week, you know, because we are gonna have kind of the last of the girls all getting together. You know, we've got Misty and Nat and Lottie in the same place. We're going to be getting uh, Ty and Van and then mm. um, maybe Shauna right at the end um, yeah. <laughs> once she gets out of police custody. Um, <laughs> but I think so maybe we'll we'll ease up a little bit next week, but then I'm betting like episode seven, eight, like we're going to be back yeah. to, you know hitting the all gas no brakes baby like i think i think it's gonna get real pretty intense from here on out um we're gonna be having we're gonna have two people that are having visions uh and losing control of their faculties in the same place together uh i I, should be fun yeah yeah (laughs) yeah in in Um, the words of nat a couple episodes ago i think shit's about to get a lot worse we also uh we were right about one more thing and that it was in this episode someone was gonna die that's kind of right we were (laughs) right about that oh god we're so smart (laughs) guys everybody can you even (laughs) just come on come on um yeah that's true this was this was the episode that that i think a handful of our our prophecies and theories came true so uh Look at us. Yeah, sponsor us. Um, <laughs> all right, I think uh, I think that just about does it. Um, that is it for Yellow Jacket season two, episode five, Two Truths and a Lie. And uh, we will see you back here next week for episode six. Um, you wanna sign us off? You got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. uh, Don't eat your friends. Don't eat your friends. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.